Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Today's episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Hi, besties. Welcome to or welcome back to Try Not to Care. We're going to get straight into today's episode and I just want to talk about being emotional or overly emotional because, hi, I'm Ashley. I'm a train wreck and cry more than the average person. I might be a fire sign, but my chart is full with water. I'm a Pisces moon, cancer rising, and I just feel emotions very deeply. I have always been an emotional person. I was always the one who cried in school. I would get super emotional whenever anyone raised their voice at me or if I got in trouble. I would always leave the sleepovers in the middle of the night crying because of separation anxiety. I just can't remember a time in my life where I didn't feel strong emotions. When I'm sad, I cry. When I'm angry, I cry. When I'm happy, I cry. And that's just who I am and how I am. Something that was a really big surprise to me growing up is not everyone feels this way. Whenever I would express how I feel and open up to others, I found that my reaction to things or how I felt about things were in question. I would get upset about something and a friend or whoever I was with wouldn't understand why I was upset or even vice versa. I would see something happen to a friend and they wouldn't be faced by it at all. And I'd be like, how are you not crying? How are you How are you not upset? How does that not bother you? Because I knew if I was in their shoes, I would be having a full mental breakdown. Seeing how different others handled things and how they felt about things in comparison to me confused me and it made me feel as if something was wrong with me. Like, why do I feel so much while others feel very little to nothing at all? Why do I feel so heavy all the time and so deeply while others don't? I started to believe that it wasn't normal for me to feel the way that I did. And because I felt alone in the way that I felt, it made me feel as if my emotions and me as a person was a burden. It just seemed to me that I was constantly being shamed for the way that I felt and how I expressed myself. 
my emotions and again, me as a person felt like too much for most people. People would say things to me that hurt me. And when I expressed to them that it hurt me, I was too sensitive. People would do things to me that hurt me. And when I expressed to them that it hurt me, I was a drama queen. When I was vulnerable and open with how I was feeling and someone disagreed with me or didn't understand me, it felt as if my feelings weren't valid because they couldn't relate to them or they didn't understand them. And looking back now, I don't even know if it was that they couldn't relate or didn't understand them or it was just they didn't want to. I remember being in relationships and fully thinking I was insane for how I felt because these guys would gaslight me into thinking my emotions were invalid. I remember in my first serious relationship, freshman year of high school, this boy was horrendous to me. It was your typical freshman dating a senior relationship and he would just take advantage of me to the fullest. And I remember multiple times fighting with him because he cheated on me or he lied to me or he did something that really hurt me and I would get upset and he would tell me that I'm faking it or I'm forcing myself to cry to make him feel bad. I remember so many times having to take myself out of the situation and go into his bathroom to cry because I didn't want to cry in front of him or else I would be blamed for playing the victim. So I would just cry on his bathroom floor with the door locked until my parents came to pick me up. And this was a common pattern in my relationships. My last ex made me feel the exact same way. I couldn't openly express how I felt or else I was doing it with intent to hurt him or play the victim. There were so many nights I would cry myself to sleep next to him, but literally have to hold my hand over my mouth so he couldn't hear me gasping for air while I cry because when I cry I sound like a dying whale like I'm not a quiet crier by any means but these boys made me think that I was wrong for the way that I felt rather than them being wrong for the way they made me feel and when you have such strong emotions you can't just tuck those away and act as if everything's fine. I mean, you can for a little bit, but eventually it's all going to pile up and come pouring out. And that's what I found was happening to me in so many of my relationships and friendships. I was compromising my emotions and compromising being true to myself to try to please others and make these relationships work. I thought that if I could hold myself together and not be so emotional, then things would work out and my friendships wouldn't end and my boyfriends wouldn't leave me for someone else. I literally thought that me being too emotional or being hurt too easily by what others said and did to me would ruin the relationships with them, not their actions towards me, the way I reacted would. So I tried to hide my emotions and I tried to be very passive and effortless and not care when things bothered me. But spoiler, didn't work, doesn't work. There's been so many times where I've had to bite my tongue and hold back my tears because I knew the second a tear dropped, I would be questioned for why I'm crying or what my problem is and why I'm making such a big deal out of nothing when clearly it's not nothing if I'm feeling something. 
whether you see it or not. And just because I'm emotional about this thing doesn't mean I'm trying to make a huge thing about it or start problems. And I think that's something that has missed the mark in a lot of my friendships and relationships. When I get upset or I express how I feel, it doesn't mean anything other than how I'm feeling. Just because I'm sad or I'm angry with you, it doesn't mean I'm trying to start a fight or that I'm trying to ruin what we have. I don't want to stop being friends with you or stop seeing you. I just need you to understand how I feel. And a lot of people don't understand this. The second people sense confrontation, they think it has to mean something bigger than it does. And honestly, I think that's part of the reason why I've been villainized in the past. Like, you can't keep friendships. You start so much drama. You're too much. And it's like, maybe I am too much. But I'm also just trying to have real conversations and be open and honest. Emotions shouldn't have to be hid to make others comfortable. I'm sorry that my emotions make you uncomfortable and make you want to walk away. But that's not my problem. It's not that I'm always upset or pissed off or I can't ever be happy. I just feel a lot of things and I can't sugarcoat shit. If you don't want there to be confrontation or for me to be crying, don't sneak behind my back. Don't lie to me. Don't give me backhanded compliments. Don't use my emotions against me because you can't own up to what you did or acknowledge your own feelings. And that's kind of something I want to talk about, how people will call you overly emotional, overly sensitive, too much, too dramatic, only because they experience emotions differently. Am I too emotional or do you just not have enough experience with your emotions? Have you ever thought maybe you don't know yourself as well as I know myself? Have you ever thought maybe I just feel more comfortable expressing myself and you don't? Not to say everyone who doesn't express themselves the way that I do doesn't know themselves or is emotionally unavailable, but if you're going to point the finger at me and make me feel wrong for how I feel, Why don't you point the finger back at yourself and ask yourself why you don't have these big emotions? And something that I had to come to terms with is some people like me have big emotions and others don't. And at the end of the day, we all express ourselves differently. And I don't think it's fair to say who is right and who is wrong. Like the way that my boyfriend and I express our emotions, polar opposites I've been with him for five years and it's still something that I'm learning to navigate because when we do argue or we do upset each other, we react very differently. I am someone who cries very easily and I am sensitive and my boyfriend and I can experience the same fight or the same situation, but he doesn't shed a tear and he's able to get over something very quickly. We could watch the same sad TikTok video or a heart-wrenching movie And he's just watching it like it's any other video, unfazed, while I'm bawling my eyes out. Me learning that he doesn't cry multiple times a week, or really ever, maybe two times a year, was a complete shock to me because I'm here crying multiple times a day. And again, when I realized that my boyfriend and other people don't experience these deep emotions, I felt broken. Because when I do get emotional, 
it's an automatic response. It's not like I'm sitting here thinking, wow, this is sad. I should cry. Or wow, that was really fucked up. Maybe I should throw a temper tantrum. Like, no, it's hardwired in me and just how I function. I think it's important to understand that you aren't broken and you aren't wrong for feeling the way that you feel. We are all hardwired to feel and act the way that we do. There's so many different components that go into making you who you are and that essentially create your personality because your emotions kind of are, a well, they are a part of your personality. And that's why I've always been labeled a sensitive and emotional person. That's just my personality and who I am and how others perceive me. You can't expect people to look at the world and feel a certain way towards the world that you do when you're completely different people with completely different experiences. For example, if you were raised in a home where you had parents that were really loving and caring and made you feel safe, you're going to develop a secure attachment which follows you throughout your life and how you interact with people and how you view others. And you have a better chance at feeling confident and not fearing things like abandonment. Whereas someone whose parents weren't there for them might develop an anxious attachment. So as they get older, they take what they learned in their childhood and they do fear abandonment and they fear rejection and they fear being unloved. So things trigger them more easily and they might cry more often than someone who doesn't have that attachment style. But how can you blame them? If you grew up with a lot of trauma or you were in an environment that was stressful or was difficult for you, you're more than likely going to struggle more than someone who didn't have to endure all of that. If you struggle with a mental illness like bipolar disorder or depression or ADHD, you're going to more than likely be more emotional than someone who doesn't struggle with those. And even if you didn't grow up in a not so great environment, maybe you had an amazing childhood. Genetics still play a role in your emotions and your mental health, and that can make you an emotional person. And it's sad that people look down upon and make fun of people who are emotional or are sensitive because they have no control over that. It's not their fault that they weren't treated right. It's not their fault that those were the genetics that were passed down to them. It's not their fault that that's how their brain functions. And there's nothing wrong with feeling feelings. There is so much power in feeling the way that you do and feeling so deeply that it hurts. And I know this is true because when I was on antidepressants, I felt numb and I hated it. It was abnormal for me to not be crying and to not be so sensitive to things. And I'm all for meds. I'm not knocking them. I'm just saying when I was on them, I felt numb and it's probably because it was the wrong type or wrong dosage for me personally. But going through that, I know the feeling of being numb and I would rather have the most explosive and theatrical emotions than none at all. I was so ashamed of myself and I felt so alone in the way that I felt and I found myself apologizing all the time for being upset, for being mad for crying over something small. But I'm at a place now where I love how deeply I feel. I love my big emotions. 
I love the fact that when I love you, I love so hard. I love that when I'm upset, I allow myself to feel the pain rather than run from it. I love that I can empathize so easily with others and when others hurt, I hurt for them. My emotions have made it so easy for me to be able to relate to others and connect with others and I don't want to feel ashamed for something that is so powerful and such a big part of who I am. So I won't apologize anymore for my emotions. I'm not going to minimize how I feel to make you feel more comfortable. I will apologize if I react incorrectly, if I step out of line and my actions are damaging to you or to someone else. I can apologize for yelling. I can apologize for my words. I can apologize for my actions. But I cannot and will not apologize for the emotions behind those actions. Those are valid regardless if you understand them. It's not my responsibility to mimic how you process and express your emotions. Just because you have never felt how I feel or you can never picture yourself feeling the way that I feel does not mean that I need to drop how I feel and do right by you. And if you're listening to this and you are a big crybaby just like me, you feel every emotion times a million, you care too much, you feel too much, and you constantly feel as if you are too much, instead of asking yourself, why am I so emotional? What's wrong with me? Ask yourself, who is making you feel as if these emotions are a bad thing? Instead of blaming yourself, look around and see who you're surrounding yourself with that are trying to disable you from expressing who you are authentically. Also, imagine if the people in your life were constantly telling you how ugly your eye color is or how unattractive it is that you're tall. Imagine they were commenting negatively about things you were born with or just things you can't control. Would you want to spend time around these people? Would you think that these people are good friends or are good for your mental health? I would hope the fuck not because those things are hurtful and you don't want to hear those things. And you shouldn't be hearing those things from people who are supposed to be your friends and loved ones. They're supposed to be there for you and be supportive of you. The same thing goes for your mental health and your emotions. If people in your life are not taking you seriously and are making you feel bad about something that makes you you, they should not have a spot in your life. Stop allowing people to make you feel bad about something that you can't control. And also, it isn't something you should feel bad about because emotions are not a bad thing and you should not be ashamed of them. Surround yourself with people who not only accept you, but take the time to learn about you and work with you. All of the people in my life that I consider good friends and people who care about me know I'm an emotional ass bitch. It's a bit at this point. It's comical. But these people allow me to be vulnerable and open with them. They don't judge me when I get upset. They don't question me or think I have motive for being upset. They give me time and space to think and to breathe and express myself. They're patient with me and they understand there's a fucking war going on in my head at all times. 
people that are right for you and are meant for you are going to be accepting and supportive of you and love you for you and your big ass heart. I would much rather be someone with a big ass heart that feels too much than someone who's cold hearted and doesn't care about anything or anyone but themselves. And also, I would rather be friends with someone who has a big ass heart and cares about me too much than someone who doesn't care about me at all. Like a bad bitch, aka Melanie Martinez once said, if you can't handle a heart like mine, don't waste your time with me. For real, don't change yourself for others. Feeling too much or being too much is a powerful thing and you should be proud of who you are and the emotions that come with being who you are. That is where I'm going to close off today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it and I hope all my sad girlies could relate. If you did like today's episode or you just love Trying to Care or you love me, make sure to give Trying to Care a five-star review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. It really helps me out and I appreciate it so much. Also, make sure to check out today's sponsor as well as my socials in today's description. I've been spam posting on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube. So if you want to be besties on there, check those out. As always, thank you so much for listening. I love you, besties, and I will talk to you next time. Bye, besties.